On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray, Phil, Buzz, Rothfield coming up. Buzz, good morning. Our talk topic today, actually I didn't even realise you had it in your column, I've just read it um, earlier this morning, but our talk topic was um, greatest sporting contests. I think you summed it up perfectly, Buzz. Stay of origin last Wednesday night up there with the best game of footy I've ever seen, throwing the 1989 Balmain-Canberra Grand Final and the Kangaroos' miracle test victory at Old Trafford in 1990. Buzz, will be talking about that Origin 3 for many, many years to come. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. The, the other one I could have thrown in, mate, was the Darren Albert Newcastle yes. Grand Final mm. victory too. How gripping was it? Mm. Um, yeah, what a wonderful game of rugby league. I, I just sat there. It was edge of seat sport. It was just magnificent. And I was really happy, even though New South Wales lost, I was really happy for Ben Hunt, you know, to been a fantastic player this year for St George Illawarra. He's up very high in the Dally M Award and um, to see him take that kick at the end and race the length of the field, it sort of extinguished a couple of unhappy memories he's had at that, mm. uh, you know, in big games, and it was I was I was really really happy for one of the nicest blokes in footy. I've all said Buzz. Yeah. Buzz, the criticism directed at Brad Fittler, fair or unfair? Oh look, dog, I think it's fair. Um, I wouldn't be going as far though as saying he should lose his job, but I, I think him and Brandy stuffed it up. Um, the selection I still can't come to grips with, or the non-selection, was Jack White. Now, Jack White, and as you guys know, was so clearly our best player in Origin 1 at Homebush. And then he caught COVID. He lost his position because you know, he was crook. Mm. And I know we won well, but loyalty would have been to give Jack his spot back and reward him for that first game. And as, as I've quoted Ricky Stewart saying today, that game was made for Jack White. Jack White thrives on that intensity, the brutality, the the punch-ups. I guarantee you, Dane Gag, I wouldn't have been whacking him. Mm. Yeah, Ricky and Stewart. And if they'd yeah. got into a one-on-one blue, I'd be backing White, and then if he couldn't finish on the football field, he'd ask to meet him in the car park. He's one tough... <laughs> He's It's just a, it's bizarre. Uh, hey, Buzz, you, you mentioned the centres, and um, in that piece with Ricky Stewart, you mentioned Mal Meninga, and um, he'll have an embarrassment of riches almost with the centres potentially for this World Cup. Latrell Mitchell will be back, Val Holmes, Matt Burton, Jack Whiten, etc. On Matt Burton, though, you have got a, a piece in your column that Australian rugby are chasing him. I can understand why, given I don't think there's a player in the world who kicks the ball as high and as far as Matt Burton is. Is he a chance to be lost to rugby league? Could he be a wallaby for the World Cup? 
Yeah, I'd like to quote from his manager, David Riala, when he said, oh, maybe it should be NFL because he's wearing a helmet and you can't get punched in the head. I thought it was quite amusing. Um, so will he go to rugby? I doubt it. But rugby are cashed up again. They've recovered from their uh, COVID financial woes. They've got a World Cup here in 27, which they're beginning to prepare for now, and that'll bring in north of $100 million. They've got the British Lions coming here in 2025. That'll bring in nearly $100 million. Mm. They've identified two or three rugby league players. Joseph Suwali is one of them. He's on a year-to-year contract with the Roosters. And the other one they really want is Matt Burton. And Hamish McLennan is on record in the Sunday Telegraph saying that. He thinks he'd be an outstanding fullback. Uh, I think it's interesting that David Riolo uh, managed Carmichael Hunt when he left rugby league uh, to to AFL and rugby. Um, So there's an agent there who is prepared to look at every single opportunity. Now, Dog, um, look, I've got a feeling Phil Gould is working really, really hard behind the scenes to, to lock in at Belmore for a long, long term. Gus is obviously preoccupied with a coach at the moment, but Matt Burton will not sign anything until he knows who is coaching the Canterbury Bulldogs. So mm. it's basically a watch and see story, watch and wait. Um, look, there's a chance it could happen. Who wouldn't want to play in a Rugby World Cup and travel the world? That roster at Belmore's been hemorrhaging for a few years now, Buzz, with gains and losses and recruitment and retention, but this bloke's got to stay. They just have to move heaven and earth to keep Matt Burton. I did enjoy a piece in your What's the Buzz column this morning, Buzz, about state of origin up against Test Rugby. And you had some stats from Wednesday's origin compared to the Wallabies test a week ago against England. The ball was in play for 55 minutes in the league and just 32 in the rugby. And the league had 102 tackle bus, six tries. The Union game had 48 tackle bus and three tries. And you write, quote, unquote, seriously, it's a no contest. Well, yeah. Well, I think it is. The only thing rugby beats, uh, rugby union beats league on is penalty goals. And I think the Poms last week kicked six out of seven and Australia got one. You know, there's, look, it's not my cup of tea. There's purists who love rugby and they sold out the cricket ground last night. As I said, they're cashed up. Their sponsors are coming back. But um, as a spectacle, it was, as I said, it was a no contest, wasn't it? It really, really was. And there's some ridiculous rules in rugby union. I I take it you guys saw the test match at Suncorp when a player for Australia tried to take an intercept. He knocked the ball on Mm. and he was sent to the sim bin. Did you two see that? Yeah, it was bizarre. Bizarre Just that. Outrageous, Ray. And they want mm. people to pay big money to go and watch this sort of sport. Yeah, no. They want people to turn on Stan and pay. You know, it's it's just not right. It's but they've got to do something. The thing is with rugby league, and I think we do it too often. When there's a problem in the game, we we do change the rules often a bit too quick. But rugby, governed by this international board. Have allowed their game to become a laughing stock with mm. rules like that. It was just it's one bizarre. of the worst decisions I've ever seen. Uh, hey, Buzz, Dino and I are in a dilemma here. We've got yeah, what's up? Robbie Dolan singing at the factory floor at Marrickville on Wednesday night and Nikita Zoo's fighting. What do we do? Oh, Nikita Zoo. Would you come watch Robbie sing with me, Buzz? No. Why not? I wouldn't, Paul Dog. Have I you heard not. him sing, right, uh, Buzz? 
Yeah, I have. He's I outstanding. Have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why, because, why no so quickly? Because for a start, Dean, I'm about to go on leave and I'm going to the Gold Coast uh, tomorrow for a week off. Geez, I've got a job where you can go out in the middle of the footy season. No, well... How do you get that? I like, I like to freshen up for the run home. Right, right fair enough. <laughs> so I'm, I've stood myself down from all commitments. and um, Even us I'll next Sunday? A, yeah, of course I've got break. Oh, thank you, mate. <laughs> you guys. But... Um, Look, this Nikita Zoo, mm. a lot of people reckon he's a better fighter than Tim, sir. He can fight, Buzz. He, can he was fight. in the office in Surrey Hills. I met him on Thursday. And I said, mate, you need to get a bit of ring experience. Stop knocking blokes out the first round. You know, if he's going to go up the world rankings, he's, he's got to learn a bit more and be challenged. And he said, you don't get paid overtime. It's a great comeback. Great line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Bulldog, we're all right about those Nick Kerrios ratings. Yeah, I saw that in your column today. I, uh, they weren't uh, they weren't great compared to a lot of other events that we've seen, Buzz. No, well, look. In fairness, Kerrios didn't start at eleven o'clock Sunday night. It's a work day, and he only rated one point two million. That's across nine now, not regionals, five city metro, the lot. As Barty, exactly the, the year before, on the tenth of July, Saturday night. Started a similar time, but got 2.2 million, something like that. Now, it's all right to say, oh, people can sleep inside of work. A lot of people are out Saturday night. They're not at home watching TV. So, look, there was never any doubt the popularity contest between those two, was it? But mm. I think it backs up, dog, what you and me are saying. There are a lot of people who are not prepared to turn the television on and watch a bloke who behaved so badly. Did you see the way he was acting toward his followers Box. in their yeah. box? It was absolutely disgusting. Oh. And these are supposed to be family and friends. My goodness. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be his enemy, would you? <laughs> yeah, no, it's an interesting one. I'll tell you what's interesting. The Australian Open tennis rights are up in, the, I think it's 18 months' time. And now that Ash Barty's not there, look, and I know Roger Federer's just about gone, isn't he? Nadal, they're not going to be around forever, these guys. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what sort of money they're going to get next time around. Mm. Without Ash, Ash has still got the highest rating show on television, 4.1 million, her final earlier this year. So, interesting one to watch. Absolutely. Buzz, question. Yes. Did the West Tigers do the right thing appointing Benji Marshall? Um, am I allowed to sit on the fence? You can to some degree. If I was running the West Tigers, I would have appointed Shane Flanagan once. I, I like the fact they went after Serraldo. So Serraldo would have been my first choice. When he knocked it back, I would have gone Shane Flanagan. That way Tim Sheens could have stepped back and done his director of football role and Flanagan is a development coach he's proven that at the Sharks once they decided not to go that way I'm actually really really excited about a legend coach for premierships stepping back in for two years and bringing Benji Marshall along for the ride anything Benji does he's very very good at he puts in, it's a cliche, but 110% everything he does. 
He's a really admired figure. He's got enormous drawing power in the game. You see his guest lists on his TV yeah, show. And he goes so right. Who are, mm. I think it'll help their recruitment, particularly with Kiwi boys. So, Dog, while I would have gone the other way, I think it adds enormous intrigue to next year's premiership. I'm very confident they can... Uh, improve and not be a bottom four club for any longer, particularly if Papalihi goes there and we know Abby Corrissau is. A couple of good young forwards they produced against Parramatta last week. I, I'm i really excited for what's ahead with the West Tigers. This text message has just come through, Buzz. Hey, boys, did you notice Buzz is going to the Gold Coast just as Ray Hadley is coming back to Sydney? <laughs> Probably a good thing so there's no flare-up like the old days. I could have um, met him at the Park Royal in Brisbane. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Buzz, three games to complete this weekend's round. Love to get your thoughts on West Tigers versus Penrith, Melbourne versus Canberra, and the Bulldogs versus South. Well, mate, you know the odds always change for my selections in this little segment? Really? Got a lot of influence, Buzz. Yeah, a lot of influence. Um, I don't want to go against them. (laughs) You can't say that, thing. You reckon? Hey, (laughs) I'm tipping the West Tigers. I think uh, Penrith have actually done the right thing for the back end of the season by resting their seven origin boys. They're going to return back healthy, fit, strong, refreshed. But I think they've opened the door for the West Tigers. I said I was quite impressed with them against Parra last week, so I think there's an upset on there. What's the betting there, Ray? Yeah, 290, the Tigers head-to-head, the Panthers $1.42. And remember, it was last year, wasn't it, when the Tigers brought Penrith's unbeaten run to an end during origin? Yeah, I think they can get them today. I really mm. do. Storm Raiders, this one will go down to the wide, but the Storm will win. It should be a terrific game. And the Bulldogs, Rabbitohs, the Rabbitohs will be too strong there. I love the footy now that Origin's over. I thought we had a really special Super Saturday yesterday and uh, the run home with Mm. the Roosters and Manly, a fair bit behind, but playing great. It's going to be terrific the next, what, six, seven, eight weeks. Yeah, no, I can't wait for it. Hey, Buzz, I'm glad you're taking a week off to freshen up, but even more important that you're coming back on the show next Sunday. We'll talk to you from the Gold Coast. Yeah, thanks. Bulldog, can you not ring me, please? I know you like a help with your intro every now and then, or can you check this out? No, I'm happy to leave you alone, Phil. Thank you, Phil. More than happy to leave you alone. be nice to have I'll a week apart, you. actually. I'll call you if we're from Tari tonight, all right? Oh, you'll call me, with you? So it's all right for you to ring me. <laughs> yeah. okay, not you and home and away, well, though, Buzz. I'll not... just sit back and wait for his lordship to call me, will I? Not you and home and away, Buzz. He won't answer you. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Buzz. Enjoy, enjoy your break, your week off, mate. See you, Curly. See you, guys. Bye-bye.